City of Heroes Podcast, episode 33. Welcome to the City of Heroes Podcast, a resource for the casual Heroes gamer. Your hosts, Shooch and Viv, are here to explain basic and advanced features of COH, as well as give tips and answer your questions about this great MMO. to this you're listening to the city of heroes podcast with me Viv. and me <laughs> i was about to say good afternoon it's like it's afternoon for us we don't yeah. know what time it is when people are listening so who knows yeah time of day fail hey everybody how you doing i never know whether to answer you or not because you could be talking to them in which case i'll get a stern looking at what are you getting now? <laughs> a stern looking at. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so here we sit with news and comments and information. But I think that the thing that we should first get to is the <laughs> playing for keeps contest winner. Yay. Rather than doing another impromptu shuffle paper exercise with the CD spindle. <laughs> because why? Because we couldn't remember where we put the CD spindle after the last one. It's like, where is it? Down in the basement? Oh, let's do something different. Something That's near far. here. <laughs> Not like we weren't coming down here to record. <laughs> so instead, I found a handy dandy online Dungeons and Dragons dice rolling program. Yes, that's my guy. <laughs> I'm ever so proud. <laughs> Random dice generator D and D geek thing. They had custom dices. You know, they had the four ciders, the, the, the twenty ciders, and the hundred ciders, and the thousand ciders. Mm-hmm. So I did an online roll based on the number of entries, mm-hmm. and you had them. How and did you decide who was number one? And just an was... order in the mailbox. Okay. And the winner is. Brian Gutarski. Congrats, Brian. Congrats, Brian. We're going to forward your info on to the Mighty Mer, who will sign and ship you a book. You are so lucky because we can't even order them yet because you can't order them until tomorrow. Which is the official launch in Amazon yeah. for the Playing for Keeps novel release. Technically, you can order it. Shh. We're oh. just asking that you hold off and wait. Wait until tomorrow. More people who order it at the same day means she'll run up the charts higher instead of spreading it out. Yeah. So, and also we have the Playing for Keeps PDF in our feed. Mm -hmm. Some of you have already downloaded that very smartly. Mm -hmm. So the entire text of the book laid out with the covers that were released as it, since it was the first ever simulcast novel (laughs) released in PDF chapter by chapter as the podcast was read. And so, yeah, each of the podcast releases had original cover artwork mm-hmm. that looked like comic book covers. Yeah. 
and, and some, that's included in the full PDF. And some nifty folks worked on those too. Mm -hmm. So those within them on their own are pretty cool collector's items. You got JC Hutchins and Jared Axelrod and folks like that that contributed to that stuff. So yeah. it's pretty cool. So get it if you haven't already, because like Mar said, she's going to keep giving this content out for free, mm -hmm. but the publisher may make her take the PDF down at some point. So grab yeah. it now <laughs> and order it on Monday, August 25th. And congrats again to Brian Katarski. We're yeah. so happy for you. And I loved what you put in your email. It's so clever. <laughs> I just think that's like the coolest inscription idea ever. Mm -hmm. So yay for you. Also, we did miss the Guns of Paragon fourth anniversary extravaganza yeah. because we had house guests come into town and we mm -hmm. weren't sure what time they were going to arrive. So we were just kind of hopping around here and there mm -hmm. and didn't make it. And I'm really sad because I think it would have been a lot of fun. So hopefully you guys will tell us how it was. Yeah. We'd love to hear. We haven't heard anything, I guess, because we didn't Probably show still up. recovering. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're still hungover <laughs> from the 15th. <laughs> Nine days later. <laughs> so let us know how that went. I'm really curious because it sure sounded like a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. And again, we want to remind everybody to vote for Troy Hickman's Twilight Guardian at TopCow.com. Yes. I think the last update that I saw was that he was in first place, but that oh. he had been in third, uh -huh. rallied up to first, and the thought was that the other two that had been ahead of him were mm -hmm. going to rally their troops. Yeah. So we need to stay on top of that and keep yes. voting every day. Definitely, please. And we've got friends voting that have no idea who he is, <laughs> what Twilight Guardian is. They just go there and click, you know, Twilight Guardian vote, done. Right. They don't mind because it's quick. It literally takes two seconds. Right. So take those two seconds in honor of Troy. <laughs> <laughs> two second Troy. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> Sorry, Troy. Now <laughs> uh, yeah, you really... You never know. You could be... Exactly. Doubling his performance. <laughs> See, now you guys have to go into and vote because, oh, please, I don't want him to be mad at me. If this makes you remember to vote for Troy's Twilight Guardian at topcow.com, then you're going to save my butt. Okay, nice. so I heart you, Troy. <laughs> so. <laughs> go now <laughs> stop laughing <laughs> was it the face i made because <laughs> you were looking right at me when i realized what i said <laughs> he's crying <laughs> are we leaving that in the two second try totally <laughs> He'll enjoy it. It's not like you have personal experience or anything. <laughs> also, <laughs> vote now at topcow.com for Twilight Guardian. Save Viv. <laughs> <laughs> Must redeem. We now have it, Zazzle. Green shirts up. Yes. Which I can't remember if we mentioned last time. I think we talked about you were going to add green. Yeah. And I think I you have either. green now. Mm -hmm. So. Yes, we have standard green and green tasty. No. Tasty we green. Have, yes, thank you. He <laughs> has tasty green. <laughs> and so we've had some folks order them, and I'm real excited to see because we actually mm -hmm. saw one in the wild. Right. <laughs> <laughs> friend, one of our friends and also players, and I think she listens now, judging by the fact that she has a shirt. Mm -hmm. She wore one to a party we were at right. weekend before last. And I was like, hey, cool Surprise. shirt. <laughs> yeah. So cool. Thanks, Paulette. <laughs> Do you want to talk about the listener meetup? I'd love to. 
go. There were a bunch of people <laughs> and they all came to the same place at the same time. And it was cool. That was awesome. <laughs> the end. <laughs> no, it was really fun. I think we had five teams running this time. Yeah. And we almost spilled over into a six. I'm not quite sure what happened. But we had five teams and they were full. So yeah, we got into we all oh, I know what it was. We had a couple people that hadn't hit 12 yet and didn't realize that it was uh, a door entry thing. So mm, mm-hmm. oh, they thought they'd just be owned if they went. I don't know that they paid attention. <laughs> gotcha. I don't know that they caught that detail that you right. had 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 to be. It wasn't like a right. no, you should right. be. It was a have to. Mm-hmm. But it was so much fun. We did have some problems with getting the teams put together we've got to figure out an easier way i still think it's easier splitting up into teams having the empathies each lead up a team because that seems to be the thing that we are lacking we did not Mm -hmm. even have five when we started we had four and then grabbed a kinetic to be the other fifth team team lead randomly so i still think that's the best way so everybody has somebody that's watching the health bars Mm -hmm. for them yeah because even when you're running through the trolls' caves and all that kind of stuff, I can't see everybody's health bar. So if somebody's around right. the corner, I can't help them. Mm-hmm. We just need to figure out how to streamline that. Because it took us at least 30 minutes to get divvied up on a Teams. And part of that was just chit-chatting and fun and yeah, hanging out and When stuff. we first jump in, it is just a lot of just mm-hmm. chatting and yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> trying to keep up with the stream of well, chat and then all the tells and then the... Right. Which uh, is awesome. Yeah. And actually, I think it was lower chaos this time because we've got the global channel and it's, you know, we interact. Right. I don't know, at least a couple times a week that we're on there talking. Mm-hmm. Some people get really frustrated that it's taking too long to get going. And right. then actually during the fighting, the roaming, some people seem to get frustrated that we're not, you know, XP enough or we're not moving forward enough. And, you know... We've said it before, this is not going to be a PL group. Yeah, the the XP and the actual fighting is just a byproduct. Yeah. That's just something to do while we're together. Right. The point of coming together is really being together and talking. Yeah, it's a listener <laughs> meetup, not a listener like level up or, you know, XP up or anything like that. Although I did really try to keep that in mind that cons- mm-hmm. that comment that we had received a few different times that it takes so long to get started up yeah the previous meetup took a lot longer because we were also inviting to the sg and getting mm-hmm. people to understand mm-hmm. the channel this and the channel that yeah this was actually easier the problem is that you know it's like okay i need all the empathies to stand over here and then people are jumping around and looking at costumes and talking right. which is great <laughs> And then I have other people saying, okay, Blaster's over here, and I need people over there. And it's like, no, wait, let me let me sort this out. <laughs> OCD Viv is coming into play here. I need the empathies here, and then the Emps can pick out the teams from the pool. Yeah. And then after you're on a team, then you come over behind us so we see who's left. It's easy. And we had so many people that were helping that I got very confused, <laughs> which is easy to do anyways. But it was fun. Yeah. The whole thing was really fun. And then once we got everybody teamed up and over to the Troll Caverns, we kept getting split up. That really surprised me. Well, you know, when I walked, when I entered the cavern, we mm-hmm. were already fighting. And it was mm-hmm. like, whoa, we don't even have everybody in yet. But then it was yeah. just kind of like, go with the flow. But then we realized that we were in two or maybe three different places. <laughs> and it was really hard to get everybody back together. It was yeah frustrating 
because you and I were even snap. It was you and me, and then we had a friend, our house guests. One of mm-hmm. them plays with us on our regular group, and I I just felt sorry for him and his girlfriend getting a little peek into our little snipping. <laughs> well, no, I said you stay there. No, you come to me. Wah, kind of stuff. Trying to get back. Getting our because we were in two separate groups. You right. and I ended up split up. Yeah. So just you and I trying to get back together, our two groups. So was we're chaotic. looking at each other's monitors to look mm-hmm. at the overlay of the map, and we passed and each well, other. You're there. Well, I'm there. Okay. Well, you come here, and then yeah, we ended up swapping, and that's when I realized, <laughs> okay, everybody back to the door. That was brilliant. It <laughs> Let's took us meet like, back at the entrance, and that was yeah, yeah. five hours later. It took like 10 or 15 minutes for that thought to occur. It was just like, wait, yeah, the door, central meeting point. We all know where that is. It was a lot of fun. It was very chaotic. I want to say big <laughs> thank you to Kaparthi. Yeah. Because I asked him to tank since you were on a scrapper. Mm-hmm. And he tanked. Mm-hmm. By God, he tanked. First, he was off the team because we were, we had like one person to fit onto the, the fifth team. Mm-hmm. I think it was five full teams, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so. He jumped off and was just taunting for us to keep mm-hmm. the bad guys off. And then we had that person that couldn't get in. So he jumped on the team and he exempt down because he's like a level, oh my God, 30 something. Uh-huh. And he tanked and tanked and tanked. Mm-hmm. And I was able to send him private tells to communicate with him. Okay, we were a little split. Give us a second to gather back up. And he was awesome. He's so cool. Mm-hmm. So thank you, Kaparthi. We appreciate yeah. it. God is rolling. Definitely. And again, the XP is not ever going to be huge. The best XP, in my opinion, that you ever get in game is sewers. Right. Unless you're on a farm team or a PL team, obviously. But for like regular playing, and we're not going to hit that kind of XP again. I thought we might on the the troll caverns, but it just didn't happen. Yeah, I thought it would work out more or less like the sewers, but... eh. I don't even think I got half a level, and I think it was because we kept getting split and kept having to gather back up which uh-huh. is fine i mean there's a lot more twists and turns in the troll caverns than the sewers <laughs> yeah and it's easier to get behind a rock and not see where the other people are going mm-hmm. but it was still so much fun and the, yeah. the conversation was cracking me up mm-hmm. i just sit there half the time <laughs> i can't even type lol every time i'm actually laughing out loud because it would just be a constant stream of lol 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 right. lol and who was the underwear guy creepy underwear guy yeah because somebody said oh i bet that was troy but i know troy wasn't there and i checked the global yeah. at the time i can't remember what the global was so who was creepy underwear guy i'm not sure i i didn't figure it out we're gonna have to figure that out <laughs> i want to know i do have chat logs and i did do a demo record of most of it cool and so i'm one of my projects uh-huh. ha, ha, is to actually take some of the demo snippets yeah. and encode it and post it on the site yeah and what some was your chaos. demo fail honey your demo fail was not downloading sloths thingy right before we started mm-hmm. and well and i thought i had it but i couldn't find it because i know i had installed it at one point but you it must had. have been before my last computer wipe before oh, my last right. computer rebuild because i know you had it yeah so after the fact I did download it mm-hmm. again <laughs> to for the playback. <laughs> yeah. And uh did some playbacks, but I haven't looked at it too much yet. Yeah. Now, going back a little ways. I don't know if I said this last time. It's in my notes to say this time. During the Halloween event testing okay. on the training room server. Mm-hmm. The first time it happened, I told you guys that I was, you know, in the same battle as Positron. Right. Well, the second one that they did, well, it was the second one that I attended. I don't know if I've missed any because it's been a crazy couple of weeks. 
I was actually in Peregrine Island and Castle mm-hmm. was there. And so I definitely went fangirl. I even, I think I even <laughs> said something like, my husband in broadcast or local, I can't remember which, I said, my husband's going to be so jealous when he finds out I was buffing Castle. <laughs> <laughs> but I got some screenshots with him. I remember this time, guys. And so I actually sent him a tell and said, do you have anything that you want to tell the listeners of COH podcast? And he said, I like beating up zombies. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, perfect. That works because it's zombie event testing. That was uh, like the only exclusive quote I got from Castle. <laughs> but he was testing, so I forgive him. And then the yeah. weirdest thing, because I kept hearing people say, hey, there's Bab, there's Bab. And I was looking around. I didn't see Bab. Mm-hmm. So I finally like kind of flew over towards the portals and there was this bus stop bench like you see all over the maps <laughs> like in the middle of the portal courtyard and i was like what the yeah, and i go over there right. and it's got back alley brawler's name over it so somehow <laughs> he appeared as a bus stop bench and Which i was gonna do. i was gonna ask the bench some questions but then i guess a crowd gathered and he faded out i was just really sad hmm. it was weird i was like i would have sat on the bench i didn't even have time to do that i was so busy going huh <laughs> puppy dog head tilt <laughs> yeah it was definitely improvement over the first halloween test though mm. they got some of the zombie um despawn issues settled and mm-hmm. it was a lot easier and i actually did some trick-or-treating and that was pretty cool no big revelations there it's what it sounds like it's trick-or-treating mm-hmm. with timer changes and stuff like that it was cool that was fun i was teamed up with a nice scrapper it's cool of course, the biggest news, hmm. the biggest news for NCSoft, COX, City of Heroes, City of Villains, doesn't matter what it is. The biggest news is that Chris, back alley brawler Bruce, is a proud papa. <laughs> Robert Henry Bruce was born on August 12th at 1.30, 8 pounds, 7 ounces, 20 and a half inches tall. Reports are that the whole family is doing very well. Congrats. Awesome. And the picture of the baby mm-hmm. is so freaking cute. <laughs> it is. I can't even tell you how cute this baby picture is. It's just got this little face and his little mouth is puckered. And it's like, it needs a comic book bubble. <laughs> I cannot even think so of what his little... when I first saw it, I just thought it looked like he's going, woot. <laughs> <laughs> woot. That's it. <laughs> That's what his little comic book bubble would say is woot. <laughs> P.L. May. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's the cutest picture, though, and we'll post the link to it because this is one adorable kid. So congratulations to Back Alley Brawler and Mrs. Back Alley Brawler and Baby Back Alley Brawler. <laughs> Baby Brawler. And then we have an announcement on the exclusive costumes available at two different conventions. One is going on, well, right now, depending on the time zone and wormholes and stuff right (laughs) at the leipzig games convention in germany what leipzig whatever and (laughs) penny you just told me you didn't know how to pronounce it now you're going to whip that out yeah pronunciation i mean and the penny arcade expo (laughs) in seattle which is the 28th to the 31st another one we're missing when at those, you will have the opportunity to pick up VIP passes to unlock the Paragon Police Department hard suit costume power for their accounts. Mm-hmm. Nice. So it's the same costume as the PPD one that you get at costume, you know, the trick-or-treating costume drops. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And I'm guessing it's the same rule as the freak show ones that were given out at the SFCC, which is that you have that token, you have mm-hmm. the ability to use that costume forever and for always. Cool. 
And they know that the PACs will only work on North American accounts and the Leipzig will only work oh. on European accounts. Oh, okay. Since Leipzig is in Germany. Gotcha. Facebook official. Hey, we have North American accounts. Yes, we do. Hint, hint. <laughs> and everybody we know is going to Dragon Con. Yeah. We don't know. Even the one person that goes to Penny Arcade Expo every year, he's going to Dragon Con. So we can't even yeah. like beg for him. Yeah. <laughs> And then we have an announcement from Facebook, the official City of Heroes page. Ooh. Join your fellow heroes and villains on the official City of Heroes Facebook page. Our community team has been working to create a new page on Facebook where you can receive news feeds, share images and videos with the community, and stay in touch with all your heroic and villainous friends. Do we have a COH Facebook account? No. Is it supposed to be we people? We do not. <laughs> I didn't know you could do that. I thought it had to be, this is well, real people. Well, you're supposed to be real people, but you right. can register whatever you want. <laughs> Wave your magic wand, honey. Because we have it for MySpace. Right. But we, we never did it for Facebook. Yeah. I don't think we have a city here. We Are have you sure? Blender. MySpace. Um, I don't think we have a city here. All right. Well, you have two assignments then. <laughs> you can even create a masked profile to hide your secret identity. A place to put your hero or villain's character profile and connect to other heroes and villains. A way to share and promote the game to your mild-mannered friends on Facebook. So come and join us. You never know who you might run into. And then there's a link to the Facebook page. Interesting. Because, yeah, that sounds very different than just a Facebook profile. Right. Then on August 19th, we had a patch. For the combined notes for chat, fix for a rare bug that caused erroneous wrong number of parameters message to spam repeatedly in global chat. <laughs> Global chat channels will now reflect who initiated any operator actions. Cool. Accountability. <laughs> enhancements, traded combined Hamadon enhancements, i.e. marked with a plus or plus plus, will now retain their combined plus or plus plus attributes when traded. <laughs> For gameplay, addressed a client-side crash, which would sometimes get a base.power.not.found error message and crash when the stop sending all buffs option was enabled. That was a real problem for some people. I'm glad hmm. they fixed that. That wasn't my problem. My problem was RAM. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you for fixing that choochie choochie choo. You're welcome. For powers, eliminated pause times from claws attack animations. Most attacks activate more quickly now. Eviscerate is slightly longer. Additionally, a balancing algorithm has been applied to the damage of the attacks. In most cases, this means the attacks will do slightly more damage Though for focus, it means slightly less damage overall. Nerf! <laughs> JK, JK. Fire imps should now be pushable by players. Ice controls ice slick. This power now states in its short help that it has a jump. Oh, no, a minus jump component. Sonic attacks screech. This power can now be slotted with range enhancements. Sonic attacks shockwave. This power will no longer erroneously state that it reduces the target's resistance. Removed graphical effects on auto powers granted from mayhem missions. Hmm. Earth controls animate stone. Reduced animate stones seismic smashes hold magnitude from 4 to 3 and reduce the frequency in which the hold will be triggered from 100 to 66%. percent mm hmm not that you care, because you have your animate stone <laughs> and you are one happy camper. True. 
for rewards. Flashbook story arcs will now correctly grant their end story arc rewards once every 30 minutes. For tasks, fixed bug in some office maps that would sometimes make it impossible to complete defeat all missions. For example, mission 5 of the Ice Mistral Strike Force. User interface. Players will no longer be able to select supergroup settings when their character is dead. This was done to correct an issue where the keyboard became non-responsive after the supergroup settings were accessed. <laughs> For veteran rewards, corrected an issue with the 51-month veteran reward where the rewarded helmets would not properly appear during character creation. For City of Villains powers for masterminds, their pets will now keep their names when defeated and resummoned. Yay, they have names. <laughs> Training Room 01 going offline Thursday, August 21st. By the end of the day on Thursday, August 21st, the Training Room 01 server that has been previously accessible by logging into the test server environment will be taken offline. We have other testing needs for the server and do not anticipate returning it to the public testing environment in the near future. For anyone with characters on the Training Room 01, we'd ask you to please use the Test Server Character Move feature to move them to the regular Training Room server. If you need space on the Training Room, you can add additional character slots via the in-game store found at the Character Select screen. As with any purchases in the Test Server environment, there is no charge for any of these actions. Just to be clear, the Training Room Test Server is not changing, only the Training Room 01. Mm -hmm. Thanks! And I actually told our tween that because I know that he had built some on Training Room 01, but he said they had already been deleted. Mm. So apparently they had wiped the server at some point. I don't know. Try mm. it. See if you can move them, though. See City of Heroes at the Seattle PAX show. The City of Heroes team, along with other representatives for NCSoft Games, will be at the Penny Arcade Expo held in the Seattle Convention Center from August 29th to 31st. You can find us in booth number 642. While there, be sure to pick up your special PPD hard suit costume code. And then there's a link to the Penny Arcade Expo site. Hang out with the team. Also, while the team is in Seattle, they will be meeting with fans at a player-organized meet-and-greet. This will be on August 29th from 7 to 9 at the Seattle Gordon Biersch. Biersch? B-I-E-R-S-C-H. For all the details and discussion, click here, and there's a link. Very and cool. Then, yeah, and then there's a link to discuss packs. And we'll put a link to this, which has all the other links within it. Mm-hmm. Have um, fun. So, yeah, we'll miss packs again. And However, they announced that there will be a PAX East Coast. I wonder if they'll come for that. They don't seem to do anything on the East Coast. 2010. 2010. <laughs> They're not going to come out here. They don't ever do anything on the East Coast, do they? I have no idea. I only see them doing like California events. And then they did um, a Europe event a while ago. Well, that's but... where the bigger events are. Well, you know what? COH Podcast is on the East Coast. So they Dragon need to Con's come to us. a pretty us. damn big event. Yeah. Hopefully they'll come to Dragon Con someday. For the Bay Area Hero Con, registration is now open. Join the City of Heroes and City of Villains development team and other superheroes and supervillains for a frame-filled day and night of activities. It's at the Hyatt Regency Hotel in Santa Clara, August 18th. There's special pricing at the hotel for event attendees. There's a special code 
for $60 to $80, event attendees will get the following plus some yet-to-be-announced goodies. Attend the second annual community address from Positron and executive producer Brian Clayton. Attend the banquet dinner with entertainment and exclusive upcoming announcements. Attend Q&A roundtable discussions and workshop sessions provided by City of Heroes game creators and players. Participate in a live mission event with a team of eight other players to see who can heroically or relentlessly beat out other teams for the grand prize. <laughs> Shop at our community store to get just-released collectibles for City of Heroes and City of Elms. Receive free gifts and in-game rewards. Hang out with developers, friends, and fans of MMO's best hero villain super game. Enter to win in some of our fabulous contests hosted by a panel of celebrity judges. Costume, emote, and dance your way to fame. And Ex Libris says there is more. <laughs> And the goodie that they're giving out, the costume token that they're giving out, this one is the car, the Carnival Harlequin costume. Oh. <sighs> Players wow. attending the Bay Area HeroCon on October 18th will be recipients of the VIP passes to unlock the costume power. Wow. And then there's more stuff. I'm just bitter because it's another thing we don't get to go to. <laughs> I want to go. I'm bitter, well, bitter, bitter. It's like an amazing time. That would definitely be something that the COH podcast would love to cover as a press event <laughs> anybody anyone listening right. we would do in-depth coverage yeah it just requires some airfare <laughs> Airfare. forget the hotel, hotel. forget the no. hotel we'll camp out we'll sleep in our cars in our rental cars there's got to uh, be a park bench near the hotel <laughs> <laughs> gotta be, hey, yeah we can put a little back alley roller placard on it right oh yeah perfect <laughs> bringing it all around babe good job there was a thread on the forums called Why a Primary Slash Secondary Respec Will Never Happen. Mm. And I thought of you, my love, because you did mention this. Mm -hmm. um, one person posted, I know I have characters that were made to do one thing and one thing only. And then the response to that comment is, but doesn't it suggest that if you can so singularly focus a character in this way that maybe there's something inherently wrong with the game system? Anyone so making a character must know that one day they may face extinction as a specialty niche character. A character that is so locked into a single power or combo is doomed. And Castle says, here's a quote appropriate to this. And the quote is from Robert Heinlein. A human being should be able to change a diaper, plan an invasion, butcher a hog, con a ship, design a building, write a sonnet, balance accounts, build a wall, set a bone, comfort the dying, take orders, give orders, cooperate, act alone, solve equations, analyze a new problem, pitch manure, program a computer, cook a tasty meal, <laughs> fight efficiently, die gallantly. Specialization is for insects. So that's what Castle quotes Robert Heinlein is saying. And then he says, by the way, every time power set respects come up as a topic, I say no way. For many of the reasons Obsidious mentions in the original post, it'd be a bad business decision in my opinion. Going back to Obsidious's post, which Castle mm -hmm. references, he says, Greetings all. This post isn't meant to flame. It is merely just a thesis on a popular subject. Recently, many of us have been discussing the new purchasable respect service recently provided by COX. There has been discussion about the price, and because of that, pricing for a respec of characters' primary and secondary power sets. On the surface, such a thing would be great. You could dig out that old character that has been nerfed or altered in the past and change his or her power sets out to something more favorable. 
you would also be able to keep the badges on a character without having to completely re-roll a character, losing all that character's progress in badges. However, in my humble opinion, a primary and secondary respect would almost certainly never happen. It all boils down to time. One has to consider the average time a player spends leveling a character. Obviously, this can vary from person to person, but usually it can take a bit of time to level a character from 1 to 50 for the average player. For many players, this can take a few months of casual gaming. For some players, it can take years, especially from those suffering from altitis. Mm. <clears throat> <laughs> On an MMO system where the primary source of revenue is selling you, the customer, months of subscription time, providing this respect um, for characters could be tantamount to cutting off one's own foot. Instead of playing a new character from the ground up, players would now have the option simply to reroll power sets meaning NCNC would lose the money from the subscription time required to normally level character. Sure, this would only apply to an individual AT, assuming we're not discussing a complete reroll respec system, which would be given more detrimental to NCNC's cash revenue. And there currently are 14 ATs in the game if one breaks up Kelds and SOAs individually. However, it would still mean that NCNC would potentially forego all subscription time a player spent for each archetype. Although many players will roll alts to try different ATs, there are still many players who want to try everything a certain AT has to offer. Conversely, never is a pretty strong word. A primary and secondary respect could happen, but would probably be nowhere near a mere $10. Instead, it would probably be pretty expensive so that NCNC could recoup the subscription fee they would forego by offering such a service. In summary, it would probably be a poor decision for NCNC to offer a primary, secondary character respec, which is why it will never happen. What do you think? You know he's got valid points. Absolutely. For a business model, for the business side of the world, which is what the bread and butter is. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you could respec your level 50 fire device blaster to... You know, your new fun character, which is the controller, the Earthrad controller, would you just make him a 50 Earthrad just to play everything and try everything out? Or would you grind through level after level after level? I really don't know. I do know that after playing for several years, that level grind gets so old that... Yeah. I think for a lot of people, it would extend how long they play the game if they could more easily swap powers out rather than detract from it. Mm -hmm. For a lot of people, it would definitely detract from it. Mm -hmm. But for some people, I think that they would be more likely to play longer if they could do more power experimentation without having to go back through that grind. Yeah. Um, which takes me back to what I had said before, Dark Age Camelot's model, mm -hmm. where once you achieve that level 50, the new characters you create, you have the option to start them as usual or to start them at level 20. Right. Because 20 is some place where you have enough powers to be able to really judge what they're going to be able to do. You're, you have enough slots to be able to handle, you know, endurance or accuracy or whatever, you know, might be the problem with that particular archetype or build mm -hmm. i think that's a good compromise in between the two mm -hmm. so it's a tough one i i really don't see them ever doing it mm -mm. Um, i don't either i think it would be cool as a uh, kind of the selfish side it would be cool to be able to 
try out a bunch of different stuff at the highest level, mm-hmm. which is why some people, while our son was saying, you know, you should be able to hop on the test server and hit, you know, whatever level you want on yeah. whatever character when you create yeah. it. Because <laughs> that way I can test everything I want. And so yeah. like, well, it's not there for you to test <laughs> what you right. want. It's there for them to, to help test testing. what yeah. they're developing. Right. <laughs> so... And it, I mean, being able to go on there and have my, you know, willpower tanker bumped up to 36. And then later on my, well, what did I make? A thermal plant mm-hmm. controller bumped up. That definitely makes me want to play it more because you get to see the full benefit of those higher level powers. So after I work at my tanker, after I work at my dark, dark defender, I'm doing a plant controller. Mm-hmm. How many years is it going to take for me to do all that, you know? So, but they're fun. I mean, it's that's the thing is I figure I'm probably more likely to quit the game before I'm ever able to experience all that stuff because of the the time investment it takes to go through the hollows again and to go through fault line again and and Croatoa again, you know? Um, I mean, some people like really dig the Croatoa arcs, some of them just piss me off. (laughs) <laughs> Some of those missions absolutely thoroughly infuriate me and mm-hmm. I just, I hate running them. And so it's like, do I just always drop those missions when I go through them? You know, that's kind of a pain too, mm-hmm. just to unlock the Katie task force. So yeah, some of the things I'm, I'm finding myself getting bored with too. So I'm thinking it has to be a lot worse on the villain side. Cause I was just thinking, mm-hmm, well, you yeah. know, when I'm sick of heroes, then okay, maybe I'll go exclusively villains and go through a villain from level one to 50. Yeah. But villain side so linear yeah. that it must be a total grind because you're literally going through the same contacts over and over and over yeah. where you can branch out on hero side yeah. and you don't Follow have to arc. do the same contacts or yeah. even the same zones. Yeah. I don't know. Hopefully the player created content will kind of make things interesting again for people that have, because mm-hmm. I think the people that are more likely to do the player created content are the people that have been playing for two, three, four years. Mm-hmm. The new players, it's going to be like me with the inventions. When inventions finally came out, I was like, I got enough with this game. I'm not going <laughs> to even look at inventions yet. Right. And I just sold everything that I got. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until a lot later that I started really looking at invention stuff. Yeah. So I think that's what it'll be like for new players. It's almost like it's not end game content, but long-term player content. Mm-hmm. Because I really don't see that big of a percentage of brand new players doing it. Right. That's something that people like us, people like, I don't know, Zloth and other people like that, I think that have been playing and maybe looking for new avenues of creativity and innovation, that that's where they'll go. So I'm real curious to see what comes up with that. I'm mm-hmm. really curious. But that's pretty much it for news. Mm-hmm. That's like it. Shall we play promo? And we'll play a promo and then we'll come back with some accolade spotlights. Yes. And your feedback. Dun dun dun. <laughs> BRB. AFK. AFM. Away from microphone. <laughs> we're not really leaving the microphones. We're just sitting here and waiting for a minute and then we're going to start talking again. Shh. Oh, you're breaking the fourth wall. <laughs> The wonder of me. <laughs> hey, 
Hey everybody, this is Chris Lester from the Metamore City Podcast at www.metamorecity.com. Over the last year, listeners like you have helped to take Metamore City from its quiet beginnings to become a real success, with a Podcast Peer Award for Best Production and two nominations in this year's Parsec Awards. Some of you have asked me how you can say thank you for the entertainment that the show has given you. Well, here's your chance. I've just started a new career as a biology teacher at Arise High School in Oakland, California. Arise is a charter school serving the high-need Fruitvale area, and this year we're badly short of funds for school supplies. We have a particularly urgent need for basic equipment for our biology classroom, including glassware, preserved specimens, and reagents for our lab experiments. We'd also like to be able to take the students on a canoe trip this fall with Save the Bay, a local nonprofit that educates people about environmental issues affecting the San Francisco Bay Area. If you can help, please go to arisebiology.chipin.com and leave a donation. That's A-R-I-S-E biology dot C-H-I-P-I-N dot com. Even if you can only give a few dollars, every little bit helps. Arise High School is a registered not-for-profit charitable organization, so all donations are tax-deductible. Thanks in advance for your help. Together, we can make sure that these students get the education they deserve. Once again, we hit a wall on editing time and want to get the episode out sooner rather than later. So I'm going to go ahead and cut this off right here. And in a day or two, we shall release a special feedback episode. podcast, its hosts, and websites are not in any way affiliated with NCSoft, Cryptic Studios, or City of Heroes. All views expressed are solely of the hosts and their guests. This podcast is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Sharealike License, which is explained in detail at cohpodcast.com. Good hunting, heroes.